Hi, everybody. Welcome to Behind the Headlines with the STAR team, or several members of the STAR team. It's been a busy old week in Sheffield. Um, good news on the football pitches this week, Chris. Um, Anna, unintended visitor that seemed to grab quite a lot of headlines despite the good wins. Yeah, uh, cats were very much in the news this week for reasons outside of Sheffield, given that some footballers aren't quite as nice to cats as uh, as they should be. Um, but in a little bit more um, wholesome scenes towards cats in at Hillsborough on uh, Tuesday night, a little cat ran onto the pitch in the middle of the match and was... Uh, very tenderly escorted off by by one of the Wigan players during Wednesday's match against Wigan. Um, And then he was taken off by a vet who looked after him overnight. I presume it's him. I'm I'm, uh, gendering. Uh, I couldn't think of the words there, but I'm I'm, I'm assuming the gender of the cat there. Um, But the cat was looked after overnight and they found that it was actually injured. Um, And then... We since found out that the cat had been missing since, I think it was July, June or July, and has since been reunited with its owner. So um, given that Wednesday won that night as well, it's just all very good news all around. And then the following night, Sheffield United were in action against, um, I've completely forgotten who they were playing. They won two, <laughs> West Brom, sorry, there's so many matches going on at the minute, I'm losing track. The cats Sheffield are distracting West... everybody. I know, there were no cats at Bramall Lane on, um, on Wednesday night, but they, they managed to win 2-0. Another busy weekend coming up, two big games for United on Wednesday, United are playing Huddersfield tomorrow with an early kickoff, and then there's a South Yorkshire derby for Sheffield Wednesday against Rotherham on Sunday, so it's been a very busy week. Good results all round, a cat being rescued and another couple of big games coming up. So, yeah, it's all go in the sports front. Yeah, Alistair, it's been all go for you this week. We were in the office yesterday and you were hardly in there at all. Every time you got near, we'd send you back out. What have you been covering this week? I much for these days where I'm uh, running about, to be honest, it's all good for me. It makes the day go very quickly and I can see lots of the town. Um, yeah, thank you, Nancy. It's been one of those weeks where we've seen um, sort of both extremes of uh, news desk stuff. Um, I can think of two stories I want to talk about, uh, one of which is pretty eye-popping in its own way. Uh, one of those can't-believe-it kind of crime stories. And the other is maybe a bit more silly, but it definitely captured the attention of basically the nation. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll start with the first. Uh, definitely talk of the town this week is, of course, the shooting on Ecclesall Road. Um, the more details you get of this, the crazier it gets, in my opinion. It's a really bit of a really brilliant bit of on-the-scene reporting by one report, Sarah Marshall, and the whole team, really. Um, <laughs> it kind of has it all. It has. It's the story of a car chase. It's multiple very expensive cars. A man was shot, but thankfully he's not been critically injured, although he seems to have serious injuries. Uh, and the people responsible for it are still on the run in many ways. Um, at about 1.40am on Monday, that was February 7th, the victim in the case was a 20-year-old man. He was travelling in his um, his black Lamborghini <laughs> on Ecclesall Road when shots were fired at his car. Um, this is already one of the busiest roads in Sheffield, and it's no stranger to flash cars driving down of it. I know I basically live near it. Um, the Lamborghini got away and fled to uh, Whirladale Road, as I understand it. What now elevates us into a Monte Carlo spy thriller sort of story is the victim gets out of this Lamborghini and gets into a white Rolls Royce that was waiting for him with two other people in the car. Uh, the Rolls Royce then travels to Sheffield Rugby Club, where they that's where they call 999. 
Um, it goes further than that. Police later reveals uh, that the men in the Rolls Royce were chased after they departed uh, because the Rolls Royce, when it was recovered, also had several bullet holes in it, consistent with what was fired at the Lamborghini, which kind of suggested there was a full-on car chase somewhere in Sheffield where two people were driving after one another with guns. Um, absolutely terrifying for like a, a residential neighbourhood as well. Um, we've had these amazing pictures that came up this week. There was the abandoned Lambo when it was on Wellerdale Road, uh, just CSI calling over it. The whole place was, was cordoned off for a very long time. We've had statements from the police as well about the investigation moving at pace. Uh, it appeals it, and appeals for information, of course. But as it is currently, the men responsible for this one are still at large. Um, kind of a cherry on top, really. But it was easily the biggest story of the week. Definitely one of those ones you talk about at the, at the pub. Um, just fingers crossed for the day someone's arrested and we can look forward to a court date where we can hear the rest of the other story, basically. Um, I was going to pause there. Do you want me to give another? <laughs> Do you want to take, take a breath? Take a breath. Yeah. That's what's been right. working online for us. I suspect it might be the same as the story Alistair's about to talk about as well. Yeah, I was, I was about to talk about the um, I was about to talk about the um, Darren's uh, the jeans jeans and t-shirt one. Do you want me to talk wedding about story. Beth? Is that what's worked for us best online? That's one of the most popular ones on the start uh, this week for sure. It's definitely divided opinion. I'll let Alistair take over with that you one. Do that, okay. One of the so... other most popular stories. Um, in the meantime, while Alistair catches his breath, is a property story that's really captured the attention of uh, Sheffielders for a curious feature. So. Um, one of the stories done by Rob Hollingworth was about a house in Sheffield that has tiled kennels. Uh, so that unique feature has very much uh, piqued people's interest and we've seen lots of people clicking on that to have a look around. Yeah, it isn't always just sort of what we would describe as hard news that grabs people, is it? Um, it's sometimes a quirky stuff. Alistair, go on then, tell us your quirky one. <laughs> Call my breath now, I should have had some water. Yeah, it's that is that where it's about both ends of the spectrum. We've got this one story where I'm saying it's like a Monte Carlo spy through and the other one's practically silly by comparison, but it sort of captured people's attention, as I say. Um, this is a story by uh, reporter Darren Burke this week. It's one of those that sort of captured national attention. It was just sucked up into the algorithm and was shared thousands and thousands of times across the nation and other 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 papers picked up too, I'm sure. Um, well, it's all about the picture, I suppose. This story is about the picture. We shared this photo of a bride and groom um, tying the knot this week where the bride is in the traditional white gown and tiara, uh, you know, mermaid shaped dress, draping train, all the good, you know, all the good get up uh, where the groom, um, the groom showed up to his wedding in a t-shirt and jeans. It's, it's in the picture. When you see the picture, it's one of those where everyone will have an opinion on it. That's why it did so well, in my opinion. It's once you see it, you've got something to say about it straight away. Um, as I understand it, the background is the story of a, a traveler wedding. Uh, the bride was 16 year old Catherine Nicholson. And this clip was shared by her best friend on TikTok that picked up like 1.5 million views or so on its own. And when the star picked it up, it was read like over 100,000 times, as I understand it, like 100,000 views. Um, it's just that it's stacked against the bride's her, her mermaid style gown, this lace train, a cinched waist, uh, what I assume is diamond jewellery, a tiara, all of it. Uh, and, and your man there is in a black T-shirt from Palm Angels and some grey wash jeans and that will do. Um, it's evolved today. Uh, the main image from the wedding, I'm told, has become something of a meme online with people making their own snarky comments on it. Um, it's again one of those where everyone sees it, they have an opinion, but against the negative comments and general roasting that you can imagine, the girl who posted the video, this is the bride's best friend, uh, came out to tell everyone to leave off. It's not your business. She isn't bothered what her groom looks like. Getting married is what's important to her. She told everyone to just cram it, basically. Um, but uh, it's why it does so well when you see that picture. You've got an opinion on it no matter what. Just just one of the great stories on the other end of the spectrum, as I say. Yeah, let's go to the other end of the spectrum. Lee, do you want to tell us about Stan Shaw and the memorial 
um, the memorial for what? Well, one of the last little mesters. Yeah, yeah, I will do. Yeah, I'll just firstly, I'll just say I'm due to get married myself uh, later on this year. But if I turn up in uh, jeans and a t-shirt, I don't think I'm going to be married for very long. To be honest, <laughs> um, I'll be learning my lesson from that story. <laughs> um, but yeah, the property story about uh, the house in Barnsley with the uh, tiled dog kennels. Yeah, that was um, very, very popular. Uh, I think it was dis described as Barnsley's dream home. So yeah, make of that what you will. But, <laughs> yeah, moving on to Stan Shaw. Um, yeah, he, he was one of Sheffield's uh, premier craftsmen, if not the premier craftsman. Um, he, he died last year, but um, yeah, he led an incredible life. Uh, he made uh, like pocket knives and things like that for famous people and royalty all around the world. Um, he made one for former US President uh, George W. Bush. Um, he actually sent him a, a handwritten letter of thanks and sent it to Stan at his uh, at his house in Sheffield. Um, I think the note said um, that, well, he described it as an outstanding example of English craftsmanship, said he was honoured to uh, to receive the special gift. Um, yeah, he met the Queen, uh, won a, uh, well, was awarded with a British Empire medal. Um, so yeah, he's, he's a, you know, he's a true Sheffield hero. So now there's plans in the works for a, uh, like a Stanshaw trail around the city um, and to create some sort of permanent memorial to him, such as a plaque or even a statue. Um, so there's a, a fundraising campaign going to be launched um, for that at a special memorial service taking place at the cathedral uh, in a couple of weeks time. So yeah, we'll be along to, uh, to cover that. And obviously we'll be covering that story uh, as it unfolds. We look forward to that. I mean, he held a very special place in people's hearts. I think a lot of people knew him. You could pop in and see him at Kellam Island. And it represents, it kind of represents the end of an era, doesn't it? Steel. Um, it's bad news about steel jobs in Sheffield yesterday as well. Steel never fails to get people in Sheffield worked up, good or bad. Tim, have you got something to wrap up for us this week? Yeah, I suppose I'm going to the other end of the age range. Um, a story that really pulled at the heartstrings this week uh, and featured on our front page of the star um, was little Jude Mellon Jameson, who uh, his parents are trying to get him to go to uh, America for treatment for his cancer. Uh, he's got a very rare form of cancer, but they're raising, trying to raise £350,000 to get him over there for some pioneering um, trials that are going on. Uh, it's, it's a last chance for him, really, is he's, he's in there, well, potentially not very good way. And, and so they're doing all they can to raise this money. And it just makes you think, um, you know, parents will do and, and should do all they can uh, to, to find ways to uh, to bring uh, better times for their children. Uh, we'll just see what see what happens there. Hopefully, uh, I, think, I know they've raised a lot of money already. Um, so hopefully they'll raise the money, he'll get over there and actually it will be successful. So we'll be keeping an eye on that one. That's right. And he is having fantastic treatment at the Children's and at Western Absolutely. Park as well. Um, yeah. So 
fingers crossed. Sheffield is rallying there. It will, it's a great city for people to come together and support each other. So I'm sure we will have lots more updates and news next week. And until then, have a good weekend. Thank you very much, everybody.